Today's daf in Meseches Nazir is daf Memtes 49. We start from the top of Memtes Amid Aleph, really a continuation from yesterday's daf. <clears throat> so there are three points in today's daf. The first is the conclusion of yesterday's daf, and then the next two, our new sugya will start on Memtes Amid Base. So let's start. The Gemara yesterday told us that according to Rabbi Akiva, According to Rabbi Akiva, the, we, the, last, the very last point we finished off with yesterday, according to Rabbi Akiva, the fact that it says, Achiv, by Nazir, is enough to teach me that a Kohen Gadol, if a, Achiv teaches me that a Kohen Gadol and a Nazir, meaning infused in one, is allowed to become Tamimes to a Mes Mitzvah. So the Gemara understood from that that certainly then a Kohen Gadol independently could become Tamimes to a Mes Mitzvah. Therefore, it emerged that Aviv and Imo, as it writes by Kohen Gadol, are unnecessary to write uh, in order to teach me they could be, that a Kohen Gadol could become Tamid to a Mes Mitzvah. And by virtue of writing it, you could still make the Gzir Shava of Rebbe to connect Nazir and Kohen Gadol and allow a Kohen Gadol to become Tamid to Ziva or Tsaras. So the Gemara today wonders if that's true, so then what emerges is that both Aviv and Imo essentially are extra by Kohen Gadol. Imo's extra because you really only need Imo as written by Nazir in order to make a Gzera Shava. Rebbe holds Mufna Mitzad Echad. As long as on one side it's available for Drush, you can make a Gzera Shava. So therefore, the fact that it says Aviv Ve'imo by Nazir is enough to tell me that uh, you can make a Gzera Shava connecting Nazir to Kohen uh, Gadol to teach me that drasha of Rebbe. And Aviv is extra because you don't need to teach now that a Kohen Gadol can become Tamid to a Mes Mitzvah as that's derived from Achiv by Nazir. So then the Gemara wonders, what is Aviv and Imo by Kohen Gadol then teaching me? And the Gemara says that you need both Aviv and Imo by Kohen Gadol because if you only said that you can't become Tamid to your father, so you'd think that perhaps the reason you can't become Tamid to your father is because your father, the fact that he's your father, is only based on Chazaka, Rabbi Ilas Acharabal. But Imo, that, that she gave birth to you, then maybe the Kohen Gadol would be allowed to become Tamid to his mother. Kamash Malan, that he can't become Tamid to his mother. And if it only had said mother, he can't become Tamid, you'd think maybe that's because Mishpachas Eim is not called Mishpacha. But Mishpachosim Lebeis Avosam, father's family is considered family, therefore you'd think he could become Tamid to his father. Kamash Malan, it says also Aviv, Kohen Gadol cannot become Tamid to his father who passes either. Final question that Gemara just wonders is, I'll call Nafshos Meis Lo Yavo, the introductory Pasuk to the Kohen Gadol, the Parsha of Kohen Gadol and Emor, Rabbi Yishmael explained to us in Zayin Mabez, towards the bottom of the page, what it teaches us. He said it refers to relatives, but Rabbi Akiva didn't clarify what, it, what he uses it for. So the Gemara wonders, what does he use it for? So he explained, Alkol teaches us, Elu Rechaikim, is that not only will a Kohen Gadol who becomes Tamit to non-relatives get Malkus like a simple Kohen Hejib, will get a second set based on being a special Kohen Gadol as well. Uh, Mace teaches us meaning the Torah introduces the Parsha of those relatives who we cannot become tummy to by saying Mace, and then it details who those people are after. And then Nafshos teaches us that even if you have a quarter of a lug of blood that comes from two different bodies, it would also group together, join together to prohibit or to be'ohel, um, even though it's not from one body, two bodies can contribute to that cause, to cause uh, conveying of Tomas Oel as well. Okay, second point of the day. The Mishnah lists for us ten 
examples of parts of the body that would convey Tomas Mace also Ba'ohel, and then it throws in an eleventh that would convey only Bimaga Ubimasa, but not in regards to Tomas Ohel. And in regards to all of them, the Mishnah concludes that um, one would, a Nazar who becomes Tame in any of these ways would have to redo, meaning we have to uh, be sprinkled on the third and seventh day of his Tahara, redo his Nazirus uh, entirely. Um, the unique thing to point out that just is unique in halacha is that two of the cases are actually uh, very unique, which is a quarter of a kav of, uh, half of a kav of bones and half of a lug of blood. Really, Tomas oil is conveyed with a quarter in both measures. However, apparently there's a halacha that states that he will not have to be considered uh, forfeited and lose his days unless it's a half, it's more, a half of a kav of bones and a half of a lug of uh, blood that he was contracted Tuma with. Um, but even if it's less than that, as, as the Mishnah says in the second category in the Mishnah, it could convey even a kisa'ira, atzim kisa'ira, even like a, bar, a, a, barley, a barley grain, could even convey Tumas Mago Masa. But in terms of Tumas Oyel, it has to be in order for him to be considered Tame and, and forfeit his days at least half of a kav of bones, half of a lug of blood. Fine. Moving on, the Gemara tells us, point number three, that there was an incident where a mayor had passed away, and Rabbi Huda said, don't allow his students to enter my base marriage because they're just coming to challenge me, or kantranin, is the be contrarians, it's mamish, the, uh, the corollary in English. So Sumchus pushed his way in, and he quoted our Mishnah. And when he quoted our Mishnah, that's how his Rebbe Rameir had taught it to him, um, Rebuta said, look, you see, he's coming to just bother me. And he said, I'll show you, because the Mishnah that he's quoting doesn't make sense. He's obviously just trying to challenge me. Because he said, if you're telling me that on Etzim Kasa'ira, if you're telling me that uh, the Mishnah says... Right. Kizayas minames, right? There's two points. If you're telling me that a kizayas minames, which is stated in the Mishnah, would convey Tomas oil, so certainly the mace atma, so why do you have to say mace itself? So the Gemara says Rabbi Yossi was standing there, and Yossi said, people are going to say Rameir passed away, Rabbi Yehuda you know, threw, threw out his interpretation of the Mishnah, or his reading of the Mishnah, and no one's going to really understand the proper pshat. So Rabbi Yossi said, no. You're misunderstanding. It could be it says Mace Atma to teach us that even if there's a dead body that doesn't have a kezayis of flesh, it would still convey Tumas Oyhel if it's in its in, if it's in its in, entirety. So the Gemara says, but still Rabbi Huda could challenge from the next from the other part of the Mishnah, which says that if it's an aver, it says if you have an aver minam mace, and then it says also if you have a mace atma, why do you have to say mace atma once you say an aver minam mace? So the Gemara gives two tarutsim to this. Either it could be talking about where a fetus is. Uh, was aborted, but it didn't develop until that there was this, not Niskash or Begidin, meaning it didn't develop the uh, sinews connecting bone and muscle, and therefore it can't convey based on being, can't convey Tuma based on being um, an Aver, but it would be able to convey Tuma based on being an ent- a, a entire corpse. So that could be one scenario that we discuss in terms of mace atzma that wouldn't have the tum of aver necessarily. And secondly, it could be rov binyano and rov minyano. Rov binyano means most of the height of the body, which is two shins and one thigh, bones. So 
or minyano means 100, 125 of the bones out of the 248 bones in the human body. Both of these scenarios would be considered a conveying of tumah, even if it wouldn't be uh, necessarily an enti- a limb in its entirety, because that's considered a significant enough part of the body to convey tumah. So therefore, the Gemara says it would need to say mace, even though it says aver as well in the Mishnah, and the Mishnah is resolved. We're stopping towards the top of, mem- uh, of Nun Amud Aleph, as Hashem will pick up with Daf Nun tomorrow.